Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast. After our first call, an international one in 2011, we spoke to Ali from Faulty Towers The Dining Experience about their 2012 show. And I'm joined by Ali from Faulty Towers The Dining Experience coming back to Adelaide uh, for the 2012 Adelaide Fringe at Aces Bar. How are you doing? I'm well, thanks. How are you? All right, thank you. Um, now, last year we spoke from, I think you were in the Netherlands last year. Um, That's right. Where are we this year? Somewhere exciting? Uh, at the moment, I'm actually standing in a shopping centre in Brisbane, so no, that's not very exciting. But I am about to head back over to the Netherlands. Yes. Oh, cool. I'm sitting at a tram stop in Melbourne, which is, you know, thrillingly exciting. <laughs> Equally as exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, so obviously the show is coming back again for another year to Adelaide. Um, yes. Will there be any change in personnel from what we had here last year? Uh, let me think. You will have uh, the same fantastic Sybil, I believe. Uh, Karen Hamilton is probably doing Sybil there this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Karen Hamilton does a huge amount of international touring with us as Sybil. In fact, she is my other major team leader um, and is usually in the UK and in Ireland. So, you know, the fact that she's coming down to Melbourne is a great thing. Um, and you'll have uh, Andy Foreman uh, is doing Manuel. Now, Andy is uh, the person who actually started the show with me 15 years ago, uh, and it's our 15-year anniversary in 2012. So he is an incredibly uh, seasoned and uh, fantastic performer to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as Basil, you will be having uh, Kevin Whittle, who is uh, doing a fantastic job as Basil. He just did uh, the 2011 Edinburgh Fringe yep. and got some fantastic reviews. So uh, you will have seen some of the performers before, but not all of them together as a team. So they're a great team to watch, though. Cool. And um, Aces, Aces Bar is a new venue for you as well? No, we actually did Aces last year as well, 2000 and, oh, uh, well this year, 2011. Yeah, so that was our first time this year. But, yeah, it's a, it's a good venue and it's really central. So Yeah, cool, and they're happy to have you back. So I think they're down. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, they were very happy to have us back and, uh, and, and create chaotic service in their space. <laughs> awesome. And are you going to be, so it's down in and around Goodger Street and Central Market, that kind of area. That's right, um, yeah. But all the details will be on the site for that. Um, is there anything new that you guys are going to be bringing to the show this year? Well, every every team takes their own sort of uh, little quirky bit to it. So you'll see definitely some new things that you've not seen before. Storyline generally stays the same, but because only 40 minutes of the storyline is scripted, mm. um, so much relies on the performers interacting with the audience so it really depends on how good the audience is yeah um with regard to giving uh, offers and and uh, things for the, the performers to bounce off but every show is, yeah. is completely different cool and uh, how, how generally are you finding are your are your team finding the adelaide audiences really engaged. They love it. They love the Adelaide audiences because um, we find um, that they're very used to having festivals and they're, they're very 
generally at festival time, they're really outgoing and they're getting involved and they're really supportive. Mm. Uh, so, and we also find that there's a lot of uh, expat British uh, people in Adelaide. Oh wow! So there's usually there's usually some great uh, fun to be had with them. And believe it or not, the expat Germans is a lot around the Adelaide area. So we get a lot of interaction with people that say that they're Germans. But no, we absolutely love the Adelaide audiences because they really get involved um, and, you know, they're, they're just right into it, right from the word go. Every year is a fantastic uh, festival for us. And so, obviously, a big, a big part of a big part of the show is the audience participation kind of element. Yeah. Of being in this chaotic, chaotic environment that you create. Yeah. Um, is it because they, the audience are the the audience are the uh, you know the diners at the restaurant. Without them being there, we've got nothing to bounce off. So yeah. you know they they have to be a part of it really. Um, but I mean that said, if you are kind of a passive. If you would like, if you want to go along and be a passive audience member, and the idea of audience participation kind of completely freaks you out, is that something that your performer can sort of pick up really, really quickly and sort of not pay yeah. too much attention to those? We, we actually do take a lot of time uh, at the beginning. You might not think so when you see the show, but we are interacting with the audience in a very low key. Uh, way at the beginning of the show and we're just reading body language and we're just looking at the people's eyes and and we know by the time we're sitting everybody down we know who the players are we know who the people who just want to be left alone are we know who we we've pretty much thought about um who's what in the audience and where we're going to get most of our interaction from so yeah if people want to come and they feel that they don't want to interact as much. That they can't. They don't need to feel worried at all about that. Yeah, cool. And has there been, been mm. sort of? Have there been sort of situations where where you've got it wrong, and sort of people have maybe come up to the end and said no or? Mm, uh, I I think what normally happens is that the people who are reticent at the beginning or they're worried because they don't quite know what to expect. Mm. By the time the end of the show comes, they've really come out of their shell because they've realized uh, what's happening and they feel a lot more comfortable. So often we'll get offers at the end of the show from people who at the beginning of the show wouldn't have said boo, but at the end of the show they're enjoying themselves. So no, I don't think we've ever got it massively wrong. Um, Sometimes we've picked somebody to, to stand up and throw out of the room or Basil has and they're, they're on a walking stick or something which is usually quite funny we have to say no 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 you can sit down we'll, you know. but um, but that, that very rarely happens because yeah. uh, as I say we've, we've worked it out pretty much by the time you're sitting down yeah. who wants to be involved and who doesn't yeah and I mean absolutely you know, obviously there's, there's no point that you're ever going to put someone in danger at any point during the Oh, show. no. Absolutely, absolutely not. And people, the other thing that people do worry about is, you know, should they wear old clothes? Uh, because will they get food spilled on them? And the answer to that is no. Uh, our intention is not to spill food on anybody. In fact, we find that it's the audience members that spill food and drink on themselves rather than us doing it. Yeah. <laughs> they like to blame us, but it's not us that usually does it. Um, so... It's, no, you can just you can wear clothes that that you're happy to wear out. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to wear old stuff. Yeah. Cool. 
Um, and do you know what's going to be on the menu this year? The, the um, I'm not quite sure, actually, but generally speaking, it's a three-course meal. The first course is always a soup. Yep. Um, the second course is always a, a, a usually a chicken dish, I think, is probably what we're doing at Aces. Of course, if there are special diets, that's not a problem. Sybil goes around at the beginning of the show when you're all seated and she asks if there are vegetarians or celiacs or lactose intolerant people and uh, the chef can cater for all of those things. Um, And then the dessert is usually something that's, uh, you know, pre-prepared. It's it's usually yummy. Um, So it's a set menu. Um, And usually, usually very nice, but it's not, and this is what people do need to remember, is the food is not what you're going for. The food is a prop in the show, and you're going to Fawlty Towers, which is a 1970s, sort of middle of the range restaurant. So don't go expecting Michelin star food, you know, but it will be edible. We don't muck around with the food, and generally speaking, people say that it's nice. Um, So, you know, as long as people go realizing that the whole experience that they're going for, not for a meal with a little bit of entertainment, um, then then they get more out of it if that's what they realize. And you get a full two hours of entertainment there too, because it goes for two hours. Um, Absolutely, and it's constant. It's not, we don't give you a break in the middle of it, it's, it's right from the word go. You, you go early for three and a drink and then as soon as the team starts, it's full on for two hours. Yeah, and how, how, do, you, how do you guys handle that as the performers then, working so hard with, with a, a bunch of other performers as in the audience, um, yeah. full on two hours every night? I, I actually love it. I feed off it because it's something different that keeps your brain going. Mm. Um, and it's very, very energetic. I mean, I play the role of Sybil, obviously, and Sybil's not as energetic physically yeah. uh, as Basil and Manuel, but we're all very energetic mentally yeah. because we're thinking all the time, we're interacting with people, um, we're, you know, that, but that's like that's where I get my kicks from is that is everything is different and all of a sudden you're put on the spot and you've got to create something new and this person over here has suddenly thrown something at us that's, that's great to, to play with. So yes. for us as, a perform- as performers, it keeps us motivated and, and energized and keeps our adrenaline going and, and I, I think all of us would say that, that we wouldn't have lasted this long doing the shows. Um, had it not been for the fact that it's different every night because doing a stage show where you're not given that opportunity to change things and have that creative input is a mm. completely different kettle of fish to this where you're every night you're, you're having to think on your feet and and use all of the different elements of performance skills. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, for me, it's, uh, it's the most energising energizing part of the thing is when I'm touring and I'm, I'm working six nights a week and, and having to think every single night, it's, it's a great job to have. And the boys like to, to lose a bit of weight, so they run around hard. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember last year our interview came hot in the heels of one of your performances and it was about two hours or something after one o'clock in the morning and you were still fully energized from the performance still trying to come Absolutely. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. a lot more sleepless nights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you, you generally, as a performer, you, you're pretty wound up after the show, so it does take a couple of hours to wind down. 
Yeah. But yeah, no, I'll be able to sleep tonight, you're right. Um, now, the um, Four Details Dining Experience is presented by a Queensland company, uh, Interactive Theatre International. Um, what Correct. other shows do you have in your repertoire? Do you have other things apart from Four Details? We do have other things and we are actually taking on some new shows um, that we're going to be taking over to Edinburgh and we're going to make an official announcement about that sort of later on. Um, but we do do a couple of other shows that we work mainly in Queensland. One's a, a game show called Give It a Burl. Mm -hmm. um, and we do some other comedy bits and pieces. But mainly because we are so popular internationally with this show, we've been concentrating on Faulty now for the last few years and we have four teams who are working constantly internationally. So uh, at the moment we are sort of mainly Faulty Towers, yeah. uh, but, but uh, there will be some announcements uh, soon about some of the other things that we're going to be doing. That's, that's really huge. Mm, it is huge. And I mean, we're going into... We're going into uh, 15, uh, 15 countries this year, well, 2012, yes, wow. and uh, which is which is a massive, a massive thing. And when we've been doing this show now, as I say, uh, on April the 24th, 2012, it's our 15th anniversary of our first performance in Queensland. So we're, uh, you know, we've been around for a while, mm. uh, and we've still obviously got a way to go. So it's exciting. That's cool. And do you know when, or well, you obviously do, but can you give us any hints about when these announcements about your new shows are going to take place? It'll be early next year, mm -hmm. uh, so about January. So it'll be before the uh, before Fringe, yep. uh, and we're going to be taking some, uh, at least one, possibly two, exciting new things over to the Edinburgh Fringe um, in 2012. So, so that'll be fun. We may see Sumford over in Adelaide in 2013. Yeah, you may well see something in Adelaide there too, yes. Cool. And how do you find, like, Queensland and Brisbane especially seems to be really the hotbed of arts in, Adelaide, in Australia at the moment. How have you found support amongst the community there for you guys? Um, it, we're in a funny situation with Queensland, actually, in that we've been here based in Queensland for, for all of these years, but most of our work actually comes from interstate or international. Mm. So we are currently working very hard to uh, re-establish ourselves in Queensland because we, we got to this stage where we, we were getting all of this work everywhere else, and um, we've you know, been a little bit forgotten in Brisbane, but it is a hub at the moment, and there mm. is a lot of stuff happening in Queensland. So we're we're taking advantage of that, and we're going to be uh, we've got a couple of new venues that we're going to be working in uh, in Queensland. But there are some fantastic performers in in Queensland, well, all around Australia. Yeah. But I know when we're touring. Um, and I meet, you know, I deal with lots of promoters and they say, oh, do you know this act? They're from Queensland. And do you know this act? They're from Queensland. And we meet all of these fantastic performers that are working internationally that are from Queensland. Um, and so it, it, it's an exciting time for the arts um, where there's so much coming out of, of our state. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, that's cool. It's so, yeah, it, it is... Sorry. No, 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 carry on. No, I was just going to say it's one of those. It's one of the one of the great things about coming from Adelaide and working interstate as well is that I'm constantly meeting people that are from Adelaide, and I guess it's one of the nice things about coming from one of the smaller cities 
like Brisbane, and mm. so you can sort of go to the go to the bigger cities and sort of still find people that are are friends, and you've mm. got a reasonably good reputation everywhere, which is great. So. Yeah. Well, I know that that this year um, there are a lot of acts coming over to Adelaide, the the fringe um, that I saw in Edinburgh because it's a big thing for European acts mm. um, to come over to. Adelaide and I, so I do a lot of the reviewing at, um, I, do, I do reviewing at the Edinburgh Fringe and um, a lot of the acts that I've seen that say, oh we're going over to Adelaide, Adelaide has a great reputation um, you know as a, as a launching pad and the great thing about the Fringe in Adelaide is, is the, the honeypot scheme mm. you know um, with the promoters there, that's how we got discovered with, we had uh, we had a, a promoter who we worked with actually in the Netherlands who came and saw our show at the Adelaide Fringe, and we had already planned to go to Edinburgh that year. And he said, "Are you coming over to Edinburgh?" I said, "Yes." So by the time we got to Edinburgh, he had also organised the whole of the theatre directors and other promoters to come and see our show in Edinburgh. Um, but he was able to do that because he saw us first. Mm. In Adelaide, he and another German promoter. So, you know, the, the exposure that you can get at a festival like like Adelaide yeah. uh, is is massive, and it's so worthwhile doing. And you know, and and the reviews that you get, you can you can um, utilize those reviews internationally. Sometimes, and we found it very hard getting reviews because a lot of people thought that what we were were just theatre restaurant. When we're not, mm. we are actually immersive theatre, but they had this impression um, until such time as we started getting great reviews from festivals, they, people didn't realise we were actually theatre. Yeah. And uh, that's where you have the opportunity. So when you go to a, a festival like uh, Adelaide, like, uh, like Edinburgh, those are all the things, those are the launching pads of, of being able to get on and really show the talent that, that mm. we've got. So, uh, oh, it's just so much fun. Yeah. It's just worth, it's just worth every penny of, of the money that it costs to get there, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And is there, from your time in Edinburgh, you say there's a few first coming down to Adelaide from there. Is there any that you can recommend yeah. to check out? Uh, I saw a show in uh, Edinburgh called Morgan and West, uh, and it's they're a, a, a duo of magicians, mm -hmm. and they're crime-solving magicians, and their show is all revolving around the fact that they, they solve a crime throughout it, and it's really entertaining. Uh, they've been on television in, in the UK. Um, they're very talented, and I loved every minute of the show, and my kids who went with me loved every minute of the show, and all the adults that were there. So it's a, it's a everyone loves it. Uh, it was an all-ages thing. It's, it's, it's a worthwhile show to go and right. see. Awesome. Cool. Well, I think i better leave it there. Um, 40 Towers of Dining Experience is back at Aces Bar for the 2012 Adelaide Fringe. Um, all the details are online at adelaidefringe.com.au and at linkadelaide.com.au. Um, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Pete, Stephen. Great talking to you again. And you can catch Faulty Towers, the dining experience at Aces Bar and Bistro in Adelaide for the 2012 Adelaide Fringe. For more details, check out linkadelaide.com.au or adelaidefringe.com.au.